I'll try not to just talk eight minutes straight. Welcome to the Mouthpiece, episode 34, year two. Today, we're going to talk about the sad passing of an icon in Kobe Bryant. We're going to talk about the upcoming Super Bowl. We're going to talk about my trip to Cabo. And we're going to have our special guest, 15-time bracelet winner, Mr. Phil Helmuth Jr. And we're going to talk about our trip that's coming up. The Mouthpiece is next. Okay, everyone. Um, how's it going out there? Um, I uh, did not release uh, mouthpiece as I always do normally on Saturday uh, because I was going to Cabo on Wednesday for five days for a Super Bowl weekend. So I decided to uh, record this uh, today. Um, it's been a rough few days for me. Uh, for most people who don't know really me that well, um, I grew up a diehard Laker fan. Uh, I'm pretty much the only team in sports, well, that and the Dodgers, but more Lakers than Dodgers, but Dodgers are close. And um, then uh, when uh kind of got a little bit famous in the middle of the 2000s, I met Jerry Buss playing poker. We became really close friends, and so I went to many of Laker games and sat with him in this box and just watched Kobe do his thing for so many years. Um, I, I mean, I just don't even know where to begin. I mean, in in life, you know, there's life and there's death every day, and but this hit me really hard. It, it hit me like a family member. And um, what do you want, Flash? What? What? So, you know, I, I started doing a lot of soul searching and thinking, you know, about you know being a diehard Laker fan, how something, a tragedy like this could, could happen. Flash, really? Really? You're going to be up here and meow while I'm doing this? Really? You know, I I, I I started thinking and all the outpouring that came up, and it really hit me hard, like I was saying. Um, I was, um, I went to um, Karina Jett's uh, charity tournament for autism on Saturday night, and I... Uh, I donated $250 to the charity and I made it, put a lot of smiles on people's faces. I, I had a good time. Uh, got a few good numbers some people are going to have on the podcast and uh, it was fun, you know, and uh, I came home, like I was saying, and I was trying to go to sleep and I, I my sleep schedule was all fucked up so I, I was, I forced myself to, to go to the um to the uh, charity events, I promised Karina I'd go, and I was pretty tired, but uh, I went. It was fun, made some good connections, and uh, really had fun. I came home and I, um, I was, I was struggling to sleep. I don't know why, and uh, I finally get to sleep like at eight in the morning, 
which is I, with the sleep schedule I was on, I figured I'd be wanting to go to sleep by eight o'clock at night, but somehow I couldn't sleep and I get waking up at 10, get this Kobe news and, and I, I couldn't breathe. It was like a family member had died to me. Um, and I, I know everybody's listening out there, whether they're a Laker fan or not, they, they, they kind of felt probably the same way from from what the people I've talked to and I I looked at my closet and I looked at my Kobe jersey and it's the only jersey I've ever bought in my life and I and I remember the day I bought it uh I bought it uh it's really crazy story but I was I met some girl on j-date in like 2010 and I uh took a limo to her house, picked her, she's a big basketball fan, I bought her and me a Kobe jersey, we sat in Jerry's box, and I was trying to impress her, I really liked her, um, that didn't work out so well, by the way, uh, she, uh, she was sure was into me until I, uh, took her to the box, and then she was all interested in all the fa- famous people, and didn't really kind of kind of was a little young and immature for me but uh you know I remember we had a good time that night and I remember you know she was appreciative but I didn't like uh let's just say uh somebody picks you up in a limo takes you to a Laker game and you sit in the owner's box I think you should be a little more attentive and appreciative of the person that took you there that person uh just I just felt I just felt didn't feel a connection so uh it didn't work but I remember you know buying the uh the jerseys and uh I remember the day like it was yesterday what flash again what where are you meowing at oh you're below me so you know I started you know thinking about the times and and um you know I've told this story before, but you know this is before everything bad happened, before Black Friday, before my injury, and you know I I was pretty well set for life. I remember the story I, I used to tell people when uh, Jerry Buss asked me to spend the Western Conference Finals with him in Phoenix, and uh, wasn't going to say no when the owner of the Lakers asked you to spend the weekend with him in Phoenix for the Western Conference Finals. So I end up going there and. Uh, and I remember the shot that Kobe made, like over the outstretched hand of of um, Steve Na- of Grant Hill, which is so ridiculous for them to win, uh, and just put the dagger in, in, in Phoenix. And um, he played so good, and they ended up winning the title that year. And uh, my my mind was just was just racing everywhere. You know, I was thinking about when I got the day I got the Kobe jersey, the date I went on, which was not the greatest date I ever went on, uh, the trip to the Western Conference Finals, the uh, just the energy of the days that I used to go and hang out, you know, just in Jerry's box and go to the games and how it was it was Kobe everything, you know. It's the, he was just bigger than life. And... You know, me, my heyday growing up, I was a big, big, big Magic Johnson fan. I remember I met him when I was like 19 years old at a nightclub when I had a fake ID in like 1988. Flash, what is wrong with you today? 
Yeah. So, and then, you know, in 2013, I dedicated my last bracelet to Jerry. Uh, God, I can't believe seven years I haven't won a bracelet. That's a fucking joke. But I made all kinds of final tables. I just can't win them. They're, they're tough to win. Uh, so, I mean, I looked, I remember that. So, um, you know, my thoughts were just running crazy uh, on Sunday. And uh, I, I really, it really hit me hard. So, finally got to sleep, woke up. And, uh, you know, kind of watched all the, the morning shows and all the dedications. And, you know, people just, you know, we all, we all have to remember, too. You know, Kobe was our icon, but eight other people lost their lives. He lost his daughter. Two other people, mother, father, they lost their daughters. You know, and there's so many people that are left without mothers and fathers and sisters. And it's just a horrible tragedy. So it really hit me kind of hard. Um, you know, this Super Bowl week, you know, I was looking all forward to all the media, all the shit that goes on Super Bowl week. And and I really haven't been able to watch any of it or think about it. Uh, it's just been on this, you know, today I just didn't want to watch anything. I wanted to get things done uh, because it's just depressing. I mean, you got... You got all kinds of bullshit political shit going on. You got this going on. You got the Super Bowl. Uh, you know, I'm glad the Lakers, you know, uh, postponed the game today because it was just, I don't even know how they're going to deal with it. But you know, I, I have a lot of respect for LeBron. I, I really believe that somehow, some way, he's going to will them to the title this year. I, I always, well, I thought they were they're the best team anyways. Uh, a lot of people think that this is going to hurt them. I think it's going to bring them closer together. And so we'll, we'll see what happens. But this is a, just a devastating loss for all sports fans, for Laker fans. Um, I, even my friend Mike, I, when when I went to that game, with, with those games with Jerry in the Western Conference Finals, like he went with his son. I, I couldn't get him in the box we were in. But, you know, we were talking about it yesterday and, and uh, he's a big Phoenix Suns fan. So, you know, Kobe just daggered him at like back-to-back years, knocked him out. And so he used to just hate Kobe but respect his greatness. And even he was told me how shook up he was about it, you know. So it's, uh, you know, that's life, you know. It's uh, just from, that's what I tell people every day. And this is where I've grown so much as a person is we don't need to, as poker players to always talk about the green felt, what's going on in poker, the bad beats, this guy raised under the gun and my Evie was this and all that bullshit. You know, this is real life. And um, I think it's real important to to really get a perspective on how good we have it every day. And when you wake up, go out sky, look at the sky and, and be blessed the life that God has given you because you just never know what's going to end. I mean, there's a guy that that just was, I mean, had everything. And uh, boom, one mistake by flying in bad weather and it's over. And a lot of other people's lives are over. So it's going to be tough to move past this as a Laker fan for a while. Uh, but uh, this reminds me a lot uh, when I was um, about 11 years old. Thurman Munson for the Yankees died in a plane crash in his prime 
and it was uh you know media wasn't like it is today but it was uh, it, i was a dire dodger fan but we were we faced the, the yankees in back-to-back world series 77 78 and just when i and he was like the star catcher of their team and it was even then i, I mean i was like teared up for him because it was it was our competition and he was the man for the yankees so you know this kind of reminds me of that um it also kind of reminded me when i first heard magic had the hiv virus i back then we didn't know anything in 91 and uh i thought he was gonna die so uh it was just heartbreaking but uh you know, uh, that's kind of where, where my life's been the last couple of days. I, I haven't played much poker. Matter of fact, I haven't played any poker um, since I last told you guys about my nice win. Uh, but I'll be playing uh, down uh, in Cabo on our trip. And uh, uh, I think as I've, I've mentioned, so I'm going to uh, Cabo. Uh, we rented out uh, uh, this big uh, house by a very famous person owns got like 11 bedrooms it's uh it's gonna be fun you know uh i don't know what we're gonna do uh the people who spend extra money for their bedrooms paying for most of it which is cool so it'll probably cost me for the week five day week probably 1500 uh and maybe a couple thousand uh but i need to spend a little money on myself i never do ever so i'm gonna go we're gonna have a good time uh hopefully uh I'll make some money playing poker with everyone and um Phil's going to come on the show here in a little bit and he's going to talk about you know kind of what the plans are and you know kind of what we've been talking about um and uh it's uh just uh it's a tough week you know um I think the, the the thing everyone out there as, as, that listens is just, just remember, well, life is so precious, and when you think things are so bad, you know, people have told me this for the last five years since I had my surgery, and things, and I always cried how bad things are, and they're just not that bad. I mean, can, just can you imagine this? What those families are going through, so. Anyways, uh, it's time to, uh, it's time for my pick of the week. Um, we won last week to get to seven and thirteen on the football season. It's not very good, but we did win last week. And remember, at one point we were three and nine. So now we are seven and thirteen. That makes us uh, four and four in the last eight. That's not bad. We're moving up in the world. Um, I. Uh, I'm going to I'm going to cut this short because me and Phil talk a lot about the game in our interview. I'm just going to tell you my foot straight out. I'm going all in. I'm not betting, but I should say all in. I'm going all in mentally on the Kansas City Chiefs. I know um, I think Frisco might have a better team, but I think it's Kansas City's year. I think it's Mahomes' time to shine. I just think the quarterback um, situation is favors Kansas City so much. Uh, it's going to be a great, great game. Uh, this should be a, a last second. I, I see it as a three-point game one way or the other. I don't know. It should be great. 
So I'm going with my pick of the week, Kansas City Chiefs, minus one and a half. There you go. Also, um, if you're at a Super Bowl party this week uh, and you want me to do any cameos, uh, go to cameo.com slash Mike the Mouth. I charge 20 bucks a cameo, which is nothing. I just do it more for fun. And uh, I take the peanuts of money and donate it to charity. So uh, anybody out there uh, want some cameos for the Super Bowl parties this week, uh, hit me up at uh, cameo.com, cameo.com slash Mike the Mouth. And uh, I'll be more than happy to do a Super Bowl intro for y'all. Uh, I'm going to be in Cabo, so you might uh, uh, get some uh, fun cameos from me and uh, Phil at the same time. Even though he charges a lot more than me, I might get his drunk ass in for a cameo. So uh, anyways, uh, we'll be right back with our phone calls coming up next on The Mouthpiece. The Mouthpiece. If you'd like to take part in our phone call segment, you can give us a call at 702-329-0480. And if you're a snowflake or a pussy and you don't want to talk to me, you can email me at mouthpiecepodcast at gmail.com. Also, follow me at the Mouth Mattiso on Twitter for times that our call-in segment will be live. It's time for our phone call segment. Let's see what our fans have to say this week. Let's light up the phone lines. Welcome to the Mouthpiece. This is Mikey. What's going on? Mikey Madison, what's going on, boss? Uh, who's this? This is DJ. What are you doing, buddy? Oh, nothing. Just watching all these interviews talking about Kobe Bryant. Yeah, I couldn't watch it anymore. I, um, I mean, uh, it's, I, it, oh, it's terrible. Yeah, I talked up the whole my podcast this week. Uh, the whole, pretty much the whole segment was about it. Um, it, it, it's just it's uh it's uh, it, it's hard I, as a, especially me as a diehard laker fan and uh, you know it's just it's it's just so it's it, it, I, I have no words really it's 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 really i mean there's just nothing really you can say about it yeah you know it's it's i tried to just just to kind of come from a little bit from the heart today how i felt and it, it's just it may it should make everyone out there appreciate their life a little bit in other words right we, you know we don't right. have and that you know bad. if you got problems with people right exactly just just break that off exactly you know but if you have difference of political opinions, don't worry. It's so it's just bullshit politics, man. It's like just yep. like everything. It's like this should. You know, it's crazy as it sounds when you see something of this kind of magnitude of a tragedy happen. You have, you you should appreciate your friends a little more. Appreciate people. Appreciate life. Appreciate how good we have it. Because like, man, can you imagine these families? Without their, their their fathers, their mothers, their sisters, and I mean, it's just—I mean, it happens every it's day. Terrible. It happens every day. But you know, this guy was a global icon, so it's uh, you know, it's something that, that touched everyone. Uh, I mean, I couldn't sleep. Uh, I mean, I, I couldn't even eat on Sunday. It was so bad. So, 
Um, See me, I'm from the Kobe generation. I'm 27 years old, so so he's always been a big, 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 big idol of mine. I was never a Lakers fan, but I was always a Kobe fan. Right. Because, because yeah. I don't care what anybody says, anybody that's ever played the game and plays the game to this day, I don't believe anybody plays the game with more passion than he did. Right. And, you know, it's good you said that because I, I've talked to a lot of people that when we, we beat them in 09 and 010 and and uh, good friends that, that were Suns fans when they went to Western Conference Finals and, um, and, and they were always Kobe fans, but they hated the Lakers. And uh, right. it's kind of like, like me, you know, I was – I always – hated all the teams LeBron was on but I was always a LeBron fan because I respected greatness right and then he came over to the Lakers and um there's a lot of things I disagree with him about uh I think he's a hypocrite uh and that bothers me but he's a great basketball player maybe he's a hell of a ball player he's probably the greatest of all time I mean he's gonna probably go down as the greatest of all time I mean the guy's six six two sixty. He could do things that nobody else could do with a basketball. He's just a freak of nature. Um, six eight two sixty. It moves like he's six three two ten. Yeah, and he he's just. And uh, I'm from a, Ohio too, so yeah. You know, uh, so I'm glad he's on our team, uh, and I, I hope they're. I I, th- I thought they're the best team this year, even though a lot of people say Milwaukee, but I I, I think he'll he'll. He'll pull the team together from this tragedy and really have them focused to try and win this to win this year for Kobe. Uh, we'll see. You know, it could take the take a, tear the team apart. I don't think it will. Um, I think that LeBron is too strong of a leader, basketball wise. So it should be interesting. Plus, they know Kobe. Yeah. Kobe, say, boys, keep on trucking, get that ring. Exactly. So, but. Who you like in the Super Bowl? Note, Who you like in the Super Bowl? That's exactly what I was about to ask you. You know what? I'm from Ohio. I hate the Bengals. I hate the Browns. My stepdad, back when I was seven years old, he he was always a Chiefs fan, and I've been a Chiefs fan ever since. So I've been waiting on them to go to this damn Super Bowl for 20 well, years now. I uh, I uh, I got them as my pick of the week. I um, I think it's their time. I I mean, I think Frisco might be the better team, but I just think it's Kansas well, hell, Mike, it's been 50 years. It just, it's Patrick Mahomes. I can't. He's I, an animal. He's I an animal. I just can't take Jimmy Garoppolo over Patrick Mahomes. No. And they showed no, they could shut, they were able to shut down Henry last week. That means they're going to be able to shut down the Frisco running game somewhat. And, uh, yep. and people don't realize, I've said, I, Kansas City had the second best defense in the league the last seven weeks of the season, and uh, in the both playoff games, in the after the middle of the second quarter when they were down twenty four to nothing and seventeen seven, they gave up seven points the rest of the game in both games. Their defense is a monster. It's very I'm underrated. a firm believer that we're a second half team. I I just know, you know well if they fall behind ten nothing at Frisco they ain't coming back double digits from Frisco I don't care what Mahomes does they they're not right. coming back double they're gonna have to come out and at least play I mean I think it's gonna be a low scoring game a lot of people think it's gonna be a high scoring game I 
I think defense wins championships and and people say, well, then you like Frisco. I'm, I'm like, well, not really. I mean, I mean, Kansas City's defense is just as good as Frisco's. These are the two Kansas City's defense healthy now and Frisco's defense healthy are probably the two best defenses in football. I mean, beside the Patriots, maybe. And uh, you know, any any sport you play, defense wins games. Offense I, is just for showing off. I agree. I agree. But but Kansas City's defense is not getting the respect it it deserves. And if I no, thought no, we're not. If I thought Kansas City's defense was so like like Frisco's was so much more superior, I mean, I'd be all over Frisco. You know, and. Uh, I, I, I mean, it, maybe it is. And if it is, Frisco's going to win the game, you know. But I, I just don't see it. I just think it's it's he. That's it, what we really worked on this offseason was building well, yeah. our defense and, up. And because, it took them six games to figure it out. And once they've done it, right, right, they, their defense has been the number two in the league the last two months of the season. And then, like I said, in the playoffs, they gave up seven points the last two and a half quarters in back-to-back games. So, uh, and they're the only team they were able to shut Henry down. Well, they were down seventeen-seven, and Henry had sixty-two yards halfway through the second quarter. I told my friend Mike, who uh, he has a lot of money on the Chiefs to win the Super Bowl. I said, "You're in big trouble." He goes, "Yep." And then they stopped him and stopped him and stopped him, but he was on pace for another one fifty. And if he would have got that one yep. fifty. Tennessee would have been in the Super Bowl, and uh, somehow they 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 figured out how to stop them, and I think they'll do the same with Frisco. But who knows? Who knows? It's, it's this is the only problem game. with me about the 49ers. Okay, Henry, yeah, we stopped him, but he's he's an up and down runner. He's a fucking Mack truck, right? San Francisco has back. a lot of movement. He runs they, a four two. Yeah, he's unbelievable, and he's quick. He's quick. Yeah, yeah. I, I mean, it's going to be. I I don't even know where it's going to be a great game. I just know that it'll be a dog fight. If the, if this game, if somebody blows somebody out in this game, I I mean, I don't bet sports no more anyways. But I will be in complete shock if somebody wins by double digits. Total shock. Well, well, I know I've been waiting on this for twenty years, and if the Chiefs lose, I'm probably going to cry about it. Yeah, Literally cry. But I I think uh, I, I think it's their time. But you know what do I know? I mean, I I don't. I mean, I'm the worst of the worst. So a lot of stuff uh, can go wrong in the game of football. I I think Frisco's got the better defense. I think they got the better offensive line. But I and I I don't. But if you look at, but I think the the that Kansas City's got a, the better weapons and the better quarterback. And I don't know. If we they got them by numbers. I just don't know if they could get to Patrick Mahomes, even if they get the pressure on him. This guy. This guy outruns everyone and then throws it downfield, sidearm, running away from the ball, and lays it right in the guy's hands. So, I mean, this guy's something. I can't wait. If he keeps this up, he'll be one of the greatest quarterbacks to ever play. Well, I mean, already, I mean, I've been on this earth for 51 years. I've only seen this guy for two years. He is the best I've ever seen. And I don't even think it's close. He is MVP for a reason. I mean, he's just, he does things with a football I've never seen anybody do. You know, but you never know. He's also one hit away from career over, so you don't know. But if he stays healthy, I think he's going to go down as one of the top three quarterbacks that ever lived. So we'll see what happens. But I mean, mean, a, a lot of his 
throwing techniques, all that sidearm and stuff. That was because his dad was a professional ball player, and he well, was so always was he. Baseball. He was a he was so, a pitcher also and a shortstop. So I mean, everything right. he's he 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 throws a lot of the shortstop sidearm, uh, a yeah. lot of the the deep balls from his pitching. I mean, he he his daddy was a hell of a pitcher, you know. So yeah, yes, he was. Yes, he was. Uh, it should be interesting, you know. So anyway, I, I appreciate the call. Excited. Enjoy your Super Bowl. Uh, don't drink too much. This and, is my second time calling. I always enjoy calling in. I appreciate you calling. All righty, well, take care, my man. You be safe and have you a too. good one. Peace. Later. Peace. Welcome to the mouthpiece. This is Mike? Hey, Mike. This is Garrett. How's it going? Good, buddy. How you doing, man? Good, man. Just uh, had a quick question. Um, uh, me and my brother and a couple of our buddies have always like, I know it's funny, not funny to you, but you know, when you lost the Kings versus Aces against Lazar, yeah. um, the guy who was, I don't know, behind you on your rail, he tells you, you won the hand. No shit. So like you, you, Dude. you have it or you got it. Yes. And I always told my brother, if you ever did that to me, I'd fucking disown well, him for life. And- I'm like, Tom, I'm, I'll never forget. You know, it's funny you bring that up because he's my best friend at the time. His name is Matt Lefkowitz. Um, we don't talk much anymore. Uh, not, not because of that, just because he's, it's, it's a long story, but um, I went in that yeah, corner I and I just said, just tell me what happens. And he said, I know he said, you got it. Okay. Yeah, you got it. Okay. That's what I heard later and when I watched the replay. If you watch it, yeah. And, and he says, no, yeah. I said he got it. So that was even more emotional for me. And I was still able to come back and get chips and pick the animal right. off of a bluff. And I mean, honestly, if we play that final table a thousand times, I'm going to win it probably 990 and finish probably second, five more and finish ninth once. Like literally. Yeah. Was, faces, especially at that time, was just, there was well, no other way. You're what's really amazing? What's amazing is is ESPN when they did the interview with me before the final table. I told them, as long as I don't pick up Kings versus Aces versus one of these goofballs, I'm going to win. I'm surprised they didn't play. That. Yeah. And in the second hand off the deck, they did it to me. And uh, if, if yeah. I just would have lost too, I mean, I still was was mentally focused. But in between hands, I kept thinking about it. If the king, different, yeah. yeah if the king clean. never comes, I never think about it. I just stay focused in between hands. You know what I'm saying? And uh, of course. I, I still, it didn't affect my play. I still thought I played great after that. It just, but I'm glad you said that because I argued with my friend forever that he said, no, I said, you got, he got it. I said, no, you said you got it. And I'm and right. finally, and, somebody calls me and, 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 and agrees with me. That, that's what he so that's what he said to me so that's pretty funny yeah and yeah exactly it's obviously he didn't do it if he's your of course best he friend did. no he like, didn't do it on purpose to do it to tell you. he's not trying to trick you or like play a joke on but, you at that point but i know what i heard and he kept denying oh, yeah, it. We, all, we heard the same thing okay <laughs> yeah i never i you know i've never watched a replay of that ever because yeah. it was it was so gut wrenching to me, so uh, of course I'm glad that somebody who has watched it. Uh, yeah, I wanted to call in, but other times you've been talking about football, and I just was like, yeah, it's not really obviously it's not. All right, who you like in the Super Bowl? Who you like in the Super Bowl? Um, I'm a Niners fan. I live. Uh, I grew up in Santa Clara, so I live in Vegas now. But uh, do you think yeah, they're going to? Do you think they're going to win? Do you think they're going to win? 
Uh, I think they have a good chance to pick them. You yeah. know, like no, it really is. Are right. Yeah, it really is. I you mean, I bet against the Chiefs, they've been down two touchdowns or more and stormed back and covered easily twice. It's like I, uh, I here's you know what? It's crazy as it sounds. It reminds me of like the Patriots. You either bet the Patriots or you don't bet the game. I'm to me, it's like you either bet the Chiefs or you don't bet the game. I mean, I just think Patrick Mahomes is a Hall of Famer if he stays healthy. I think he's he's something that we've never seen before. And uh, But defense wins championships. Right. But I also know Kansas City's Niners defense. Niners were perfect in the Super Bowl until Kaepernick blew that one. I mean, it wasn't all his fault. But Niners yeah. have a good record in the Super Bowl, too. So no, they're good. They, I think the, they have a better team in all but maybe three positions. So, but yeah. those three positions are pretty big positions. So, um, right. it's going to be a great game. I just, uh, I don't know. I just think it's Patrick Mahomes' time, but I might be. What do I know? That's why I don't bet sports no more. So, right. I saw a nice prop, uh, just quick now that you mentioned it. Uh, more receptions, Travis Kelsey versus, um, uh, what's his name? Our, our tight end. Oh, Hill? Uh, or, oh, uh, oh, Kittles? Oh, yeah, I, I'm gonna, I'll take Kelsey Kelsey's all day only long. Minus one fifty, and I feel like uh, that, that's that uh, sounds not like a, a trap, log, right? There's no log. No, I what? mean that's about right. I mean one fifty is about right. I mean he, he's probably that's a two thirty. He's probably sixty six percent. That's that's a, Kittles will catch balls. I mean Kittles is good. Great. Of course, yeah. No, they they look for him, but they're we're going to be running it a whole lot more than they're going to. Uh, they're going to be throwing. A, we're going to be running it. And I, and I just I think I disagree. I think the only way Frisco wins a game is throw the ball because they're going to key on the run. And I then, think then they got no chance. <laughs> I disagree. I mean Garoppolo had a lot of great games. It's not like he's a bad quarterback. You know. No, I just think I'm I'm super happy with them as I a mean, Niner fan, but I'm just. He's just going to have to. If we're going to win, we're going to need to run the ball uh, pretty effective. But they're going to have to. They're going to have to be effective on play action. They're going to have to do what Tannehill did. What Tannehill did did to Baltimore, and what Tannehill uh, did to New England, which was uh, play action over the top touchdown. They're going to have to throw deep on play action, and if they don't complete passes on play action, they're just not going to win. And but I think they will. So it's going to be a close game. I think. I think Garoppolo is going to have a big game. But I don't know. I I just I don't know. I just don't know. I don't. That's yeah. why the line's one and a half, and I don't bet no more. But it's gonna be fun to watch. Exactly. All right, my it's man. It's gonna be a good game to watch. I appreciate Thanks, you Mike. calling. Have you a good got one. It. Peace. Later. Take it easy. Good luck. Welcome to the mouthpiece, is Mike. What's hey, up? Mike. This is Jeff uh, Davidson from Chicago. How you doing? Good, buddy. How you doing? Good. Quick question. Uh, this is more about. Bankroll management. Uh, I, I used to be really bad at that, but I'm getting good at it. It took me. It only <laughs> yeah, took me yeah. uh, 30 years, but whatever. Yeah. So my thing is is more. Um, you know, I'm a professional in Chicago. I make a good living. I play poker for fun. Mm-hmm. Uh, I love poker. I. You know, basically, I play I play limits that I'm very very comfortable losing. Right, but the problem is I uh, I just 
it doesn't fulfill the gambling itch. A win oh. means almost nothing, and well, a loss doesn't mean much. I'm, I'm going to tell you. I'm, I'm going to tell you what Doyle Brunson told told me in 1998, when I was I just won every day, played like no higher than 100. Back then it was all limit, so I played 100, 200 limit hold'em. I was like top three in the world. Then I played uh, as high as then I learned how to play Omaha eight. Um, I played two four hundred and that. And Doyle Brunson said to me, he said, Mike, he goes, what are you going to do with all that money? Playing small, win every day. He goes, you got to play high enough to where you lose, you can feel it. And I didn't know shit about poker. You know, I was just, I, just, I mean, I knew I won. I was good at it. So, I mean, Doyle Brunson, you know, it's Doyle Brunson tells you something, you got to listen. So I, I, jumped, yeah. I jumped on the four 800 mixed games and lost like a quarter million. And uh, I wanted I wanted to jump off a fucking truck off a dam. I was like, okay, uh, good advice, buddy. Uh, you got me real good, you know. But you know what? The yeah. truth of the matter is, for many years, he was right. I mean, I once you get like I've been playing high lately, but I've been selling huge pieces of myself. So basically, I'm not playing that high. But I need that rush. I'd rather play for twenty five percent and play high, where I get that rush. Within, which is the same as playing, you know, on my own money for seven, like way, way cheaper. But it, it just, like, I, I forgot how much fun it was to play high stakes poker. And, uh, cause I've been grinding for the last three years. And, uh, now playing high is fun. Uh, if it's not, if it's not fulfilling you a little bit and you got a pretty good bankroll, uh, I say step step it up to where when you win you feel good and when you lose you feel shitty. If it, if it yeah. does, you got to have that you need that you, listen we're all sick fucks so we we are <laughs> we get our we get just as much people don't realize this they won't admit it but it's a true story. You get just as much gratification out of losing as you do winning. I know that sounds crazy cuz you feel like crap when you lose but you have that feeling so, um, <clears throat> we all want to win, and yeah, winning feels better. But uh, you, you do need to have that feeling. It's, it's. Uh, I, I would say, uh, I would say to move up in, in limits. And uh, yeah, and and I appreciate that. And but, but, you know, just don't lose. Just, you know what you can't afford to lose. Lose. You know. No, no, no. You but the problem is playing in Chicago. The casinos have no. They don't even have what you would consider medium stake games. Well, and direct no message. Online. Direct message me. I'll. Uh, uh, I'll do, you, do you follow me on Twitter? Yeah, I do. All actually. right. D- DM me on yeah. Twitter. I'll uh, tell me and then let me know what size games you play in Chicago. I have a lot of connections. Well, yeah, yeah. I mean, like I yeah. said, I, I make without disclosing. I make in the mid six figures a yeah. year and playing two five for five hundred dollars. Uh, so uh, I mean. Know, uh, I, 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 I can't I, even. I can't even acknowledge how little that it. it I mean, I could get. Ago, I, I, I could get you in fifty, hundred, hundred, two hundred no limit games where. Right. Where if you lose right. twenty or thirty thousand or win twenty or thirty, uh, fuck that. People, a couple of games nah, out there. Yeah. I just, I just have All some. Right. Let's just DM me and I'll, uh, I'll, uh, I'll see where you want to go and I'll, uh, I'll give you some phone numbers, uh, some good games in Chicago. Uh, Actually, I've got Will some real do, good. I got some good hookups I appreciate out there. the time. You got it, my man. Uh, and, uh, who do you like in the Super Bowl? Who do you like in the Super Bowl? 
I already got seven K on San Francisco. Okay. But uh clearly I I, I, I don't like anyone to be honest. I Meaning, think this one's up for grabs. It is. Uh I feel the same it, way. It was just uh, a normal game, Mike. Yeah. You know, with fourteen other games that day. This was one I wouldn't touch. No, I I'm with you a hundred percent. I'm with you a hundred percent. I got a gut feeling Kansas City's gonna win, but it wouldn't shock me at all if Frisco won. I don't. I think it's a toss up. I, I think. I think the total might be too high. I think these. I think. I think San Francisco's defense is a monster, and I think. I think Kansas City's defense is a monster. They they were second best defense in the NFL the last seven weeks of the season, and uh, if you take away the two terrible starts they had in the playoffs, they gave up seven points the last two two and a half quarters of both games. Uh, so that's. Yeah. I, I'm leaning yeah, a little bit more towards the under. But I got no side really either. All right. Well, enjoy the Super Bowl. Have a great week. And uh, thanks for the call, man. Thanks, Mike. You got it, buddy. Take care. The Mouthpiece. All right, everyone. Welcome to the Mouthpiece. Today's guest, 15-time bracelet winner, Mr. Phil Homieth. What's going on, Phil? Life is good, Mike. You know, I'm just uh, trying to make sure that I get the right amount of sleep and rest and... uh, you know, bro, I have a crazy week. You and I are going to Capo. Mm-hmm. Uh, we're going to have a lot of fun. Then uh, for me, I'm hopping on my friend's jet from Cabo to Chicago on Monday. And then Monday night, I'm playing poker. Well, we'll see. I mean, probably probably Penny Annie poker. Or maybe not poker, but I'm flying to the governor's mansion in Illinois to hang out with J.B. Pritzker. Mostly it's a dinner and games. We'll see if there's any poker. All right. And then... Uh, so kind of kind of a fun, kind of a fun, uh, kind of a fun week for me. Then I'll spend a, four or five days in Chicago, and then I'm on my friend's Falcon 900 to uh, from to Vegas. Chicago guys were coming to Vegas to meet me anyway. All right, so fun week. Maybe Mike. Maybe we'll have a seat for you. Maybe we'll have a seat for you in our poker game next Saturday night in Vegas. Um, that'd be nice. So. Let's um let's just kind of talk a little bit about uh, current events. Um, I've talked this week a lot about Kobe. Um, you're a Warrior fan. You know me. I'm a diehard Laker fan. Uh, First of all, you and I were both diehard Lakers fans. All yeah. right. I mean, I started hanging out with Jerry Buss in the '80s. That's true. But- I went I went to so many games. I sat in Jerry Buss's box with him. I used to go with him in the Forum. When Jerry Buss had the worst seats, I couldn't understand why he'd be sitting 40 rows up behind the basket. Oh, really? I'd needle him and Frank. I'd be like, what are you guys doing? This was when I was at the forum. You have the worst seats in the house. And they'd always, they always had a nice reply. They'd be like, Bill, the only place in the stadium you can get alcohol. And they'd laugh. Mm-hmm. I, and every time I'd needle him. And then, uh, and then you and I both sat with Jerry a bunch. Yeah. Uh, you know, when he built the new stadium. And uh, so, I mean, I was a Lakers fan, number one. And oh, then, see, I and didn't then my even, friend bought the Warriors. Yeah, okay. And then my friend bought the Warriors, and then I became a, a, a Warriors fan, number one, for the last since he bought them 10 years ago. Right. Because I've watched him build, Joe Lake, build the organization from the ground up. And, uh, you know, I started sitting on the floor with him all the time when they weren't good. What, and then what kind of I, emotions you know, so came across you when you heard this news, though? I mean. Oh, my God, Mike. Dude, I, you know, I've been, I've been a little depressed. For a day. Well, I I, and, I, uh, I couldn't sleep Sunday, and Monday was real bad for me, too. This really hit me hard. Uh, 
you know, becoming good friends with Jerry, going to all those games. I didn't know Kobe personally like everybody else did, but... Mikey, how do you... How, I mean, you were depressed. You couldn't even sleep, right? I couldn't sleep, yeah. It was... It, and, you know, did you watch ESPN? I mean, I put it on on Sunday. Yeah. And for two and a half hours... They only talked about Kobe. Yeah. And it was just such a huge global story. Yeah. And I think one reason why is we have somebody so strong, so vibrant, so young, mm-hmm. who, you know, was a hero to a generation of, of the next NBA players and known for his hard work ethic. Mm-hmm. And, you know, it was just, I mean, it's just hard to see somebody like that leave the planet, you know? Yeah. I mean, just, and his kid and all those other people, just so many people's lives destroyed. It is just really sad story, you know, but, uh, you know, that's all that's part of life, you know, it's just, uh, uh, it, it, it makes, it's, it's what I kind of tell people on the podcast all the time is, is try, stay humble, which you're not the greatest at, but it's okay. But try and stay humble. <laughs> try and stay humble. Try and live life every day like it's your last and try and make the best out of it every day. I mean, this is... You know what are, else, Mike? It's it really is like, I bet you called your parents yesterday. Um, I talked to my brother. Uh, I because I, I just thought I called my dad and it just... It just and then, you know, on, on Sunday, it just... It just there's a preciousness of life. No, there is, and it, and, and, it, and it goes. And you shows. start thinking of the people closest to you. Yeah, you know, it, it really uh, it brought a lot of the country together. Like everybody in the country was feeling the same for the first time in ten or fifteen years. Like everyone felt the same heartbreak, and so it was very. It was very depressing, but it still is. But it, it it was very. It gives you a real good outlook on on the things that are important in life and the things that aren't. You know, so yeah. And uh, to your point, Mike, you know, we all kind of put politics aside for a yeah. day, even though there's a huge impeachment trial going on. I didn't hear any talk about that, right? And we all just kind of thought, "Wow, we're what a huge loss," you yeah. know, for the world to take, and yeah. you know, and and how precious is life and. I mean, I, I don't know. I was very happy to play poker with my friends yesterday. I, I lost uh, the biggest number I've lost in a while, yep. forty six thousand. Yep. It hurt a little bit, but we're now playing Potlum in Omaha, yeah. and uh, just a swingier game, you know. And you, I talked to you about it, and yeah, you took you're like, some you know, beats. Phil, it's just no limit. Hold them. I have so much control, bro. Yeah. I've been on winning so much money for so long that I've been, you know, too cocky. Yeah, and now with PLO. You know, uh, which I know a lot of a lot of the PLO players that love it like to call it the great game. But yeah. I really, my mind's been working really hard in PLO. And the one thing I like is, since we're playing a lot of PLO, maybe pick up a bracelet in PLO because, you know. I think you got a couple seconds uh, in PLO, didn't you? I remember one a long time ago, back around 2006, I think you got a second. I would I, I think I had a tenth and a ninth and or a ninth and an eighth and two and two PLOs in like oh six back to back. Yeah, okay. And I remember nice. I remember I remember one of them I had ace, king, queen, queen, and it came king, queen. Mm-hmm. And Robert Williamson somehow had a set of kings that case two kings. So Beautiful. That, there went that final table. Oh, that's all good. So we're getting ready for everybody out there that's not listening. So that's listening. <laughs> not not that for everybody out there listening. So me 
um, and Phil and a bunch of Phil's friends that we've all kind of become a kind of a group type of thing uh, from Florida in November are all going to college. Yeah, you know, Jason Otto, John yeah. Green, Timmy Belsner, Poker Ho, who a lot of people, you know, some people listening to this podcast will know, uh, you know, D-Moon Girl, she's yep. such a baller to join us. Yep. You know, uh, her husband's like, yeah, no problem. Yeah. Uh, you know, Chad Power, Brandon Cantu. It's a really great group of guys, and yeah. uh, Cabo's going to be fun, you know? It's going to be a lot of fun, and it's a good, you know, it's a good vacation, and we're going we're gonna to watch the Super Bowl. We're going to watch the tennis late at night. We're going to be gambling. We're going to have a lot of fun. What, what, what's, your, what's your take uh, what, on the it's Super It's going to be fun. John Ferraro is going to be there with us, too. I, I'm not remembering all the names because, yeah. you know, you just called me and said, let's, let's talk. Yeah. But I'll tell you something. I, I think we're going to have a lot of fun down there. Um, I come in Friday. You know, I'm going to have a few drinks Friday night for sure. We're going to play some poker Saturday now. Uh, you know, what about this? There was uh, a game down there. Am I get, you said uh, I got an invite to the game with your little. You your probably f- have an invite. We're probably going to play 1500 or probably one and two with, okay. uh, I like to call the group the Chicago Billionaires. And yeah. some of them might be worth 300 million, not a billion. All right, well, right whatever. If I can and pick up like. I call a billionaire somebody who's worth. But there's going to be two or three of those guys, but we don't know. I mean, what if there's only three of those guys? We might have four or five of us. So yeah, you know, whatever. we don't know what it looks like exactly. But and we're we're going to be up. we're going to be we're going to be playing a lot of small poker. Probably what ten twenty all of us. Or, yeah, or, yeah, yeah. I mean, I think you know, I think the five ten the ship has sailed on that. That's what we've been playing for twenty years. And yeah, and you know, I've. I mean, it's time to kick it up a little bit. I mean, well, everybody in that group plays 100, 200. I don't yeah, know we need, there's so got to well. be a little bit of pain. Somebody's, you know, we got to beat someone out of 10,000 and just laugh at them. I mean, yeah. like, you know, ten, I, like I was talking with them. Yeah, I was talking. I'm like, you know, you guys are all my friends. I go, my goal for the week is uh, 20,000, which is about 1,000 and uh, 1500 a person this way I, I don't beat y'all for too much they're all laughing so yeah you know we're gonna keep it small <laughs> and uh and uh if you guys start straddling and restraddling then i'll i'll be selling pieces of myself because you guys get crazy but you know um then i'll have to make now mikey uh, let's let's talk about the super bowl my man that's so, what we're gonna talk about I, I what's think, your take on I the super think, bowl i Who do you think like? the niners have such an incredible defense yep. and uh you know, and I think that the NFC is tougher than the AFC again. Yeah. And there's no Bill Belichick this year. So the X-Man is Mahomes, right? Right. Because Mahomes could win the Super Bowl on his own. Right. I mean, they have the two toughest tight ends in the league, one on one side, one on the other side. Right. You know? I, and I, I, uh, and I agree with you on this. And I think that then this is what I see. What I see is the Niners defense is going to put a lot of pressure on Mahomes. Now, if they if they get him a bunch of times, I think they're going to win the game, and they might get him a bunch of times. Right. Mahomes is going to have to use some preternatural ability, which he has. He's going to have to escape a few times. If he does escape a few times, he's going to he's going to find somebody open because I mean yeah. that's how good he is. And here, and this, but is I think Ma- there's going to be a lot of pressure on Mahomes from the San Francisco defense, uh-huh. and I think San Francisco wins this game. And I'm going to give you my again. These are this is what's great that me and you are always able to debate things and talk things. My take is um, close, but I'm 
leaning going to go with Kansas City, and I'll tell you why. Okay, so Kansas City going into Week 17 was going to be the three seed, have one road game and two, or one home game and two road playoff games to win the AFC. Um, then Miami beats New England and they get a bye. Then the Tennessee beats Baltimore. They end up getting both home games and going to the Super Bowl, in which they looked amazing in both games. Don't tell uh, me you're trying this team of destiny stuff. I do believe that Kansas City is a team of destiny. <laughs> and, okay, so listen, but, folks at home, you can bet on Mikey, who is a team of destiny. Mike's actually a very smart football guy, a lot of knowledge. But I'm going to be calling um, our I'm – I'm if I do bet anything, which I probably won't, but I might have a th- – I might bet 500 or 1,000. It'll be on whatever – um, the sharp guys that me and you kind of call up and if they agree on it, we'll bet. Yeah. Because I, I'm just giving you my opinion right now because it just seems like Mahomes is is the like the Kobe of uh, of football. Like the guy's 24. He's, the I think, the greatest talent I've seen so in my life. And he's only been two years. The the throws he makes. The yeah, but you like Lamar Jackson as much as he is. You no, like him. I did not. I've been, I bet I went against Lamar all year. And blah. the only reason why I've, I finished so far down in our league is because I put a nine or a 10 against Baltimore every fucking week. And then I finally went for him and they took a shit. So, uh, no, I, I think Lamar Jackson's going to be good, maybe great, if he, but he's going to have to learn to throw a lot better. I mean, Mahomes has all the tools. And, uh, but the thing is, is we, we, yes, I agree with you, too. Okay, the stop, f- stop. So Mahomes does have the tools. We mm-hmm. agree on that. Right. And, you know, the interesting thing is this, Mike. This is what you got to ask yourself. To me, now, here's the beautiful thing about sports, because if you – how many times has the best team in the league won the Super Bowl? Well, I've asked this question to the best sports bettors in the world, and they say, what, 30%? Mm-hmm. I'm like, 30? I was expecting 40 or 50. But so often, the best team in the league, at least 50% of the time, does not win and does not win the Super Bowl. And so, I mean, we know there's a lot of luck. So then the next question is, if they played 20 times, how many times, 20 times in Miami, you know, uh, how many times, if you could just rewind it each time, how many times would San Francisco win? And how many times would Kansas City win? What's your opinion? Well, the, the, here's the thing. San Francisco's defense, when they got all their players back, which they do now, is a monster. And we know that. This, I mean, the defense is a monster. But what people are overlooking on Kansas City is the fact the last seven weeks of the season, they were the number two ranked defense in the league only behind new england and the fact that and their and their schedule was much i didn't tougher. know that yes and their schedule is much tougher and in the playoffs take away the fact that when they were down 24 to nothing and they were down uh 17 to 7 at a tennessee the middle of the second quarter on in both games the defense gave up seven in both games, yeah, it was it was just some impressive comeback performances there. To be honest, and right? The, but the people don't realize how good the defense was. They held they held Deshaun Watson the seven. Right, Mike, so answer the question: How many times? How many times have you played? Twenty times. How many times does San Francisco win? Well, you know that's a tough question because I think San Francisco's got a better team at every position but quarterback. 
so and wide receiver. So it's um, and you know football, the games are won in the trenches. Um, so what do you think? Ten ten? You think twelve eight? What do you think? Oh, I'm gonna go with. Uh, I think it's a game's a toss up. I'm right right around ten ten eleven nine. I, and the odds makers have it at one and a half. So they the odds makers would probably say that Kansas City wins eleven. Yeah, and San Francisco I, wins nine. Yeah, I think it's the opposite. I think it's I think it's probably twelve to eight, San Francisco. But that's the maddening thing about sports yeah. betting. Yeah, that's you why I don't do it no million more. Million Yeah. That's why I don't do Mike, it no more. Mike, can I tell a quick story? I think sure. For this, I think it's appropriate. Sure. Okay. Mike Mattisau and I. Was it 03 that the LSU played Oklahoma or 04 or 05? It was, do you remember uh, what year? It was uh, 04. Yeah. Okay, whatever. Whether we're right or wrong, that game was in New Orleans. Yeah. And I said, hey, this is going to be nice. I'm going to invite Mike the Mouth Mattisau and another friend. I'm going to pay for their airfare, I'm going to pay for their hotel, and I'm going to pay for the game because I'm making a lot of money, and I want to treat my friends to a fun weekend. Right. And then um, and then the site I was working for also uh, had a contest, and so we brought a random person with us. So four of us. Yeah. Now, the amazing thing about that was is that I hit the street, okay, the day of the game, which I believe the national championship is a Monday. Mm-hmm. I hit the street looking for tickets. I was trouble buying them, and I got a phone call from Don Nacy. Don Nacy, an old time, you you know him, yeah. And any of the old school poker players know him. He's he's a dealer, really nice guy. And we were we were and, always uh, going to get tickets. It was just a matter of how good a seats we were going to get, you know. So I was going to buy tickets no matter what, and I was out there looking around and you know hoping to get them for five hundred a ticket. Was willing to go a thousand a ticket. I had to pay whatever because I invited you guys there. I think, we, I think it was, was like a couple thousand, me. right? Or no, we got him cheaper. That's right. I remember. That's right. Don Nafey calls me and he says, "Phil, uh, you know, I had met him at the bar randomly, and we exchanged numbers and had a nice time and had a drink together." He's like, "My family is involved with Oklahoma football. We have four in the friends and family section on the fifty-yard line for you." Yeah, I remember that. At cost, and I said, "Don, I can't accept at cost." He's like, no, no, cost. And so I wound up paying whatever. Maybe cost was 300 mm-hmm. I wound up giving him 500 to take it because I couldn't accept cost. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, it just was too good of a deal. Now we go there, and now we're sitting in the Oklahoma section. And uh, national championship game, we'd been out on the town the night before. The whole town was painted red, Oklahoma. And so I was expecting – but remember, this is a home game for LSU. I, the stadium was three quarters LSU. You might remember. Yeah, and we I like I, I liked LSU we until get, we got our seats. <laughs> we get a phone call. We get a phone call, and they say our biggest play of the decade is LSU. We'd all bet Oklahoma. Right. So all of us switch our bets. And for me, I was betting five thousand. My biggest bet. Hmm. For me, that's a huge bet at football. And you were betting like twenty or twenty-five thousand. Oh yeah, I. And I'm we all sick. switched immediately. And you said. It's a team of destiny, Phil. It's de- we're, they're destined to win. We're in the friends and family section. We're Never in the middle, 50-yard line in the Oklahoma section. It's destiny. You screamed it's destiny. You bet $25,000 on Oklahoma against the pick of the decade for uh, these guys. Uh, that's what I that, And that's Oklahoma what I did. lost. They got murdered. They did right? get murdered. LSU had Nick Saban as a coach. They got crushed. And... Uh, and uh, your free trip ended up costing you twenty five thousand. <laughs> of course it did. 
that's the story. Of my, that's why I don't so, bet football no more. You know, and the thing so is, I will tell you this, Mike. Forget destiny. Just look at the facts, man. Well, I don't. I just think that. I mean, Andy Reid is a great offensive mind. I know for sure that Mahomes is going to get 24 points off the San Francisco defense. Now you have to ask yourself, will San Francisco... I like the under, so you're thinking... I'm looking at 24-21 right in that area. Um, Can San Francisco score 28 against the Kansas City defense, which has been number two in the last seven weeks, yeah. and gave up only anyway, seven. Anyway, Mike, we've had we've we've had a nice talk about this. Yeah. I don't think they're going to score twenty four. What what what's up? Let's give everyone an insight of what our plans are for this uh, five day uh, fun Cabo. We're not going to tell anyone where we're staying, but we we're staying in a nice yeah. We bedroom. rented out. We rented out a fam- we rented out a famous house. Yes, and. Uh, and then, you know, the guys are like, you know, it's, we'll, we'll get chefs, too. I mean, it's not that yeah. expensive in Mexico. So we have chefs on call 20 hours a day down there. Right. And uh, the house was like 12500 The chefs are another 2500 It's 15000 but there's like eight or nine bedrooms. Yeah. And, 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 the, good, uh, and the good news for me is there's three single bedrooms, and everybody bid on them. And Phil bid the highest for the top bedroom because that's what phil does and uh <laughs> and so it uh the rest of I us 3400 another guy spent 2700 and just canceled but he knows he owes the money so he sent me a check yeah so you know so i mean you're you're right now you're rooming with poker ho oh so poker uh, ho used to be an integral member of our group did when you, you know, s- who canceled scott scott canceled oh scott my. gave his room to john green but okay. we may we we haven't decided yet. We may just you know we may just make somebody bid for it because that makes more money into the group. We may let John Green keep it. We haven't decided yet. John, if Green's you let my guy. if you let my buddy Ben come with us, that's another person. And he's a good guy, man. Seems like we've lost like three. Ben's people. great, but you know we when we set this trip two months ago, we said, hey, we're not going to really invite a lot of people last minute. Right. We're just going to stick with this group, right? Mm-hmm. And you know, and see how it goes and. It's kind of like the poker game last night with my friends. We had six of us, right. and uh, and we had two people. One guy that me and my friend Rick Thompson, Ricky T, were pushing to get into the game, mm-hmm. and uh, really good guy. And uh, and uh, and then you know one of my friends is like, you know what? It's like family here. Yeah. It's guys that have been playing together for ten years, and the energy in that room last night was incredible. Right? Unfortunately, uh-huh. I lost big. But it was just—it was just so much fun. It's like family. So, you know, we're we're starting to get a little bit more of a family atmosphere with this group. Yeah. Before we consider new entrants, you know, we had to kick two people out of the group, as you know. We won't mention any names. But, yeah. You know, and, so. uh, and it just—and uh, now Chad, I'm just worried because Chad, uh, the, he waited last minute to get his passport, and he doesn't know if he's going to get it on time. Uh, but we'll see what happens. I mean, it's going to be fun either way. So. Still going to be a really fun weekend, Mike. The Mouthpiece. Another episode is uh, over. Uh, episode 34 of The Mouthpiece is in the books. Uh, it was an interesting uh, week. Uh, I'm going to Cabo on Thursday with all the boys. I'll be back Tuesday afternoon. Uh, I hope you all have a very safe and happy Super Bowl weekend. And um, 
Don't eat too much, don't drink too much, and I'll see you next week here on The Mouthpiece. The Mouthpiece.